Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bingetown TV. This is Brian here with Kyle, Luke, and Jimmy. We are back with our coverage of The 100. Today, we'll be covering episode 13 entitled Blood Giant. And guys, the big news for this episode is we say goodbye to one of our own. Mm-hmm. Someone very near and dear to our hearts. Maybe not recently, but an OG. Mm-hmm. An yeah. OG indeed. An OG nonetheless. And, and, and although it has been sour for a couple episodes, I think that we, we need to send him off with the respect he deserves. I agree. I do agree. Seven years with our boy. But Oof. there is quite a bit that happens before we get there. So... We ready to just jump right in? Yeah, we're going to yeah. have a whole segment dedicated let's, to analyzing the Bellamy thing at the end. So let's let's just go right yeah, into it. Well, let's start, like always, with the Twitter poll uh, at Bingetown TV. We did a poll, asked you guys, like always, and we had three options. What did you guys think of the episode? Loved it was 24%. It was good, not great was 26%. And did not really like it was 50%. So I think a lot of people are a little upset about the Bellamy death and... I get it. What do you I totally guys think? Get it. I, I have a little bit of a pulse of what the fandom was thinking. And they pretty much, you know, as normal, all want Jason's head on a pike. Yeah. Uh, oh, on a pike. Know, yeah. <laughs> Did you <laughs> say pike? Nice. <laughs> anytime that the show, The 100, kills anybody, especially if they're big, like Jason gets crucified. But I think rightfully so in this case, you know, like he still gets shit mail every single day for Lexa and stuff like that. But yeah. like this bellamy thing well part of it is definitely on bob morley and we've been reiterating that throughout the whole season like how he put the writers into a box where they didn't have a lot of time to write his scenes and like it didn't have a lot of episodes that he was going to be in so partly blame on them partly to blame on bob morley himself point being fifty percent of people thought it was a bad episode do you credit that to yes, the Bellamy yes. thing. It's all I thought, a reaction. I thought it. most of the episodes this season have been solid with some very good parts. I thought this was kind of a subpar episode with some very good scenes. I thought Murphy, once again, stole the show with his one-liners. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. Always. Indra had an awesome scene. I loved the interactions between Ross Hada and Indra. I think there was some stuff that we could take away from this episode and like, but, I mean, you can't overlook you're right there's not a lot of like pop moments in this Mm -hmm. episode that i really liked but so first episode is going to open up in the throne room the bone throne room in sanctum and it is remember we are coming back from episode 12 clark uh bill gabriel and their company have just come through the portal and arrived at sanctum for the first time in what seems like forever I love the first interaction is gabriel recognizing russell prime and he says russell what's going on here like what's up and Russell's like, I don't know who the hell you are. That was just the perfect opening just to see how much has transpired since the last time some of these characters have seen each other. It's cool. On Sanctum, it's only been a couple of days. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, Clark literally says, what the hell happened? It's honestly like that meme where like Donald Glover walks into the room and everything's on fire. He's just holding like three pizzas. He's like, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> that is exactly what happened. And Clark is the, the first person that's like, that's, that's not Russell. Yeah. Yeah. She knew right away. And, you know, Shade Hater being himself just starts getting very aggressive, telling him the deal like you kneel or you His die. His first words are since I've become in charge, protocol has become quite simple kneel or die. So they know the deal. And our boy Bill steps up, slaps his time. dick right on the table. The quote is because I love this. Ordinarily, I would relish the opportunity to recruit your forces for the cause. But unfortunately, I have neither the time nor the patience to suffer your primitive tribalism. 
Trumpism and the invisible troopers just take out all of, I don't know, Russ Ada's bodyguards. Yeah. Like his muscles. So it's just Russell Prime and Indra was allowed to live because she never gone. a weapon. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but Bill identified her as an enemy because she was with- untethered by the throne was yeah she's i mean right? she's been playing the part with shade hater this whole time yeah you know? i mean he knows that she's an enemy but she's still I, following him well it's kind of funny because while he knows that she's an enemy she has also begrudgingly accepted the role of like his right hand man and i really enjoy that dynamic because he knows like she's just the best person for the job yeah but she hates him so i really enjoyed that dynamic so yeah, once Russ Hayda's muscle is out of the way, uh, Clark immediately, I think it was Raven actually, Clark and Raven immediately rush over to Murphy who was tied up just behind the throne and they kind of just say, what the hell's going on, Murphy? Like, mm-hmm. what's up? And Murphy chirps back with, I could ask you the same thing. What's up with Bellamy? Like, what is he doing in the white robes? Yeah, and I don't even, like that dialogue didn't even mean much but it just yeah. feels so good it feels like fan service just seeing our characters interact on screen again because it's been so long man and being someone that's re-watching the series right now like we don't get enough of our main characters talking to each other and that's a weird thing to say yeah about the yeah. final season of a show exactly. did i tell you i started my rewatch yeah yeah, yeah you halfway did. through mount weather my god so this money right there unbelievable but so i do want to give b times i think it was you i want to give you the credit if it was you oh, except go. now i think you were the one that mentioned that pretty much at any time there could always be invisible soldiers around yeah and probably dismissed it a little bit in the stone room on bardo but clearly that was the case like 15 soldiers went through the anomaly back to sanctum and that was awesome because yeah i mean shout out to you for calling that because i did not see it going that way yeah but it's the only explainable way at how bill wasn't going to just get manhandled by shade Mm -hmm. and i know the reason you bring that up is because shade hater tries to charge at bill and he gets absolutely just stabbed through the chest by an invisible trooper um at which point bill just moseys on over to him and says i have a proposition for you if you allow me and my people to get safe passage to the flame i don't want to see any of your people in sight i will allow you to live and i will leave uh dr santiago obviously gabriel here to treat your wounds so that's the deal and he said refuse this and you die and Shade. we have not seen shade hate on this position yeah before. he for the first time he was frazzled and I loved the facial expression right when he saw the, in, he didn't even know where they were coming from, but these laser beams coming out of thin air and just killing all of his people. Yeah. I could see in the facial expression, like he looked around and he was flustered. It was something he could not possibly be prepared for no yep. matter yeah. how strategic he was. Yeah. And yeah. That's was, his thing. He yeah. Was pretty damn perfect for, for working within the rules of what he knew. When he got stabbed, did you guys think that was his death scene? No. No. Okay, good. Because when I I was like, if he dies here, I'm pissed. That's yeah, really that would have been guy. terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I just I I just you can tell that Bill is pissed because he didn't at any point, even though he just introduced himself to someone, didn't say call me Bill. Call me. That's Bill. so <laughs> true. I mean, he definitely is more villainous this episode. Yeah, yeah he's definitely. Speaking, he's ar- He's more arrogant too. Like as more meaning, you know, it's tough to say. I but. would disagree. I feel like this is a testament to his character because he always has that, regardless of the situation. He always kind of has this cool, calm demeanor. Yeah. Like, even when the bugs were coming, which is later, he kind of said, no, I want to stay here, not without the key. he was just cool, whereas the people that knew what was going on said, no, nah, we got to get out of here mm-hmm. and go. Yeah. Well, that's him just being ignorant. 
True, true. This is true. Too. He was, but anyway, at the end of that like whole statement where he gives the demands to Shade Hayda, and he kind of right. does, he just gets like a silent yes from him. Mm-hmm. He just turns and points at the camera and says, "Onward to the key." And then the title sequence comes in. Yep. that was so sick. I thought yep. that was awesome because he's just he, he's a guy with a plan, and it would only make sense that he's this confident in himself and this resourceful if, like, as being the vet final villain of yeah. the entire show. We all good on that first scene? Yes, sir. Sweet. We are moving on. So opening credits roll. The next scene we have is catching up with our survivors who are chilling in the nuclear reactor led by Amori. But the first person we see is Maddie and Picasso. Nice little scene. Um, Except I think it was Jerry's son is the one that says that's Russell Prime's dog. He wouldn't appreciate a cog. Right. Don't touch it. Because I think Minnie Jasper was there. Yeah. 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 Minnie Jasper was going to touch or pet Picasso and, and the little kid was like, Oh, don't touch him. That's Russell prime's dog. Yeah. It was yeah, you know, It's just a little cute moment. It kind of leads us right into the next part of this scene where Maddie walks over to Amori saying, you Jerry actually puts yep. Murphy on a goddamn. Yeah. Pencil, it's, being like, yeah it's so here. good. Fucking Jerry. <laughs> Uh, but she says like how's jackson gonna get us the rations and jerry comes off the top murphy Murphy, yeah (laughs) jerry comes off the top rope and says if anyone can do it john murphy can get it done yep jerry's our guy dude jerry's our guy he's the freaking uh trey trey man he's just like scoffing i'm like dude you need to relax it is the yin and yang between jerry and trey i'm telling you black and white yeah Mm-hmm. All right, not much else in that scene. Yeah, Our next one, one we have is actually having Murphy and Clark and squad leading Bill through Sanctum, heading towards the key, the farmhouse where the, the key is buried. buried. It was kind of cool to see Murphy talk to Bellamy yep. in a perspective where it wasn't him knowing he's a piece of shit now. So it was kind of cute. Hi. It was like they were just like their season six dynamic going. But real quick, he learns like something's up with Bellamy and he's kind of he, says like, all right, well, I kind of got to walk just away. away. <laughs> yeah. He just walks away. What the hell is wrong with you, man? Well, he's yeah, like, he's, he's asking for what the play, what the play is like, how yeah. we, uh, how we run in this what, thing. What are we doing here, man? Yeah. Plan. It takes him all of like two responses from Bellamy to know what's up. And he just walks away. He's yeah, like, nope, and he, and he goes up to Raven. He says, tell me he's not serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bill just classic on his soapbox. Like, uh, like everywhere humans go is it was worse off because of it. Like we will end this with our transcendence. It's just like, bro, he has a bunch, of, he had a bunch of lines like that in this episode. And at this point I stopped like quoting them in my notes because he's been saying them all season. And I feel like in episode three, I was like, Ooh, write that down, write that down. Yeah. But now it's just all like, well, this is a testament to consistency of yeah, the religion. Definitely, so definitely. Yeah. But he's also on that mindset, like the, we're the virus, like now with this whole COVID situation and the, the oceans are clearing up and shit and air quality is getting better. And it's like, Oh, the earth is healing, but he's taking it to the extreme where he doesn't want us to be alive anymore, yeah. <laughs> which is absurd. All right. Let so. me walk us through these next couple scenes because this, nothing really important happens here. Mm-hmm. You know, we get the, they're still walking towards the flame. Uh, Bill is actually going to use Murphy and Raven as leverage against Clark to, force her to get the flame for them and then you know another invisible motherfucker comes out and raven has a kind of a dumb line her cheesiest line in a while yeah you get used to them i didn't mind that one that was better than uh what's her faces earlier when they were on uh nyla's nakara yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, nyla's on nakara get the flock out of here too yeah it was good before that because murphy's like all right let's just uh let's go wait in the saloon before our next commercial break we get um raven and murphy alone that was actually good dialogue just yeah it was Raven was saying like, oh, you did such a good job here. I mean, like basically everyone's in the reactor and Shade Hated took over. And he says, well, all of her friends are missing and Bellamy's a sheet. 
so did you like yeah he like gives her the playful punches too murphy's just murphy's the best character yeah whenever he's on the screen one of his scenes later on made me laugh out loud he's just the best uh we good on that scene raven murphy are hostages clark's going to get the flame yeah i'm just i'm just really glad we got raven and murphy like having that type of conversation like everything's kind of burning down around them and they're still kind of fucking with each other i like that yeah, they're truly like it's because Brian, you could probably speak to this the most now because like in the first season, like they hate each other more. She hates Murphy more than any character hates Murphy, and like seeing them like this is just a testament to that. That's good character development yeah. from season one to seven writers, yes. not Bellamy's bullshit that we get here. Well, they were on the arc to, or they were on the spaceship yeah. together. Yeah. They were yeah. part of the. Yeah. They were part of the, the crew, if you will. Uh, good on that team. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool beans. Moving on, we have Gabriel, Rosada, and Indra in the Bone Throne Room. The Stone Bone Throne the Room. The Stone Bone Throne Room. I love it. Writes itself. We're better writers <laughs> than the 100 people. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, so Gabriel is assessing Rosada. He says, you were stabbed in the kidney. Sorry, bro. Not much I can do for you. And Indra chirps up with good. Let him see. finally feel what it's like <laughs> to die twice. Yeah, yeah um, she was hype. I love that. Question, how much of a doctor is Gabriel like compared to his other skills in science? Is that like a I, thing? Yeah, I honestly I, didn't even think of him as a doctor until yeah. this episode. I have been under the the idea that I would rather have him as my doctor than Jackson. Oh, I, really? I think that he no. is that much smarter than Jackson. Just yeah, but, but medically so trained. I disagree, man. Yeah, I disagree. Okay, cool. Jackson's the homie and I should not shit talk Jackson, but. <laughs> I just know that I put Gabriel on a pedestal. Yeah, I'm I mean, he's lived yeah. centuries. Well, he could have yeah, spent one yeah, of the centuries yeah. being a doctor. Yeah, you know, <laughs> ah, this century I'll be a, I'll be a surgeon. I mean, it was him putting the mind drives into each person, right? So maybe you know he did some sort of. Yeah, so he's got to be some kind of surgeon doctor. Either way, Gabriel starts to see our old friend Josephine, and he right away knows what's going on because. Ooh! He's been living on this planet for a while and he knows that the red toxin is here. Um, and he tells that to Russ and Indra, who Indra already is aware of the red toxin. Do we know why she would know about that? I think you can, if it wasn't explicitly said, like you could assume like she's been the commander of one crew. Yeah, like she's in been the, told they all experienced it. Mm-hmm. So. so now he just tells Russ and Indra that it's going on. They're like, how do you know? Because I'm already feeling the effects. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that was a very long scene. Do you guys have anything else? Just, just, I, just I love Josephine. Yeah, I, I love how she's like, don't don't say anything. We're good. Let's go get be alone. And he immediately is like, yeah, Red Sun talks about it. She's like, what the fuck? Oh, you, know what, you know what she says? She says, for prime's sake. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. <laughs> She's just such a good character. So any chance that we have to get her back. I miss know? that chick just like twirling her hair, yep. just saying all the right things. Just yeah, she was, she was awesome. Character. They also give us a nice shot of uh, the planet that Sanctum orbits. I liked that part. Yeah, you don't see it much. Uh, and Because that was because Shade Hato was asking how Gabriel knew. And like we get that flash. Yep. Yeah. And that leads us right back to picking up right Raven, Murphy, Murphy. And, and Raven talking again. And at first, my first watch through, I thought this scene was kind of repetitive because they kind of say the same things as the last time we saw them. But it's, you know, like they, they do get a little more details. And Murphy now knows explicitly what happened with Bellamy and like a little yeah. bit more detail. So it was worth listening to. And I'll, I'll listen to those two. Those two are my favorite two characters, probably. I love that Murphy essentially just reiterates the whole Bill situation and 
it sounds like absolutely insane. And then he finishes it with, is it weird that the craziest thing is still mm-hmm. Bellamy's robes? Yeah. And Raven's just like, no, like we're all on the same page there. And that's just a testament to how much crazy shit all of these characters have seen. Yep. Like all the Bill Cadogan stuff, like cult leader coming to a different planet. That's nothing for Murphy, but he's like, ah, Bellamy in white robes can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. She also <laughs> makes a good observation and point that because she's like Echo and Octavia are both hostages and he just like doesn't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, obviously something happened to him, but she'll never really know. Maybe we'll never really know. True. If it's really, I guess we'll get simulation. into it. <laughs> yeah, if it's a simulation. God damn it. All right. Uh, so now we have an intimate conversation between Bill and Bellamy. Um, and this is whack because he, Bill just keeps telling Bellamy, like he reminds him of himself because he knows like real relationships, uh, not unlike the disciples because the conductor was in the vicinity and he sent him away. Yeah. Like the disciples were bred to literally believe this one specific credence. Uh, and it's awesome that Bill in this conversation does say that the conductor is going to be uh, Duchette. Is that Duchette, his name? Yeah. Duchette. yeah, he was going to take over for <laughs> He Anders. was going to be the next first disciple, yeah. which is a cool twist that I didn't even think about. Not Makes that it sense. matters. Yeah. But it does yeah. make yeah. sense, absolutely. I mean, Bill's and, just and, buttering him up, man. Because Belly me even asked him, like, you've had a family. Like, how did you deal with it? And Bill just goes, well, you're not disappointing me. Don't worry about it. And just, he just completely glazes over that, like, worst part of Bill's personality and the biggest mistakes he's ever made. Yeah, and I think this is a very important Bellamy part, like, of the episode because he's sitting there, and I'm pretty sure he has, like, tears running down his face, right, saying, like, I feel like I'm disappointing you. I feel like I'm disappointing my friends. I want to save everybody. They just don't understand. Like, this is when you could tell that there's definitely no play. This is him. He is fully, and we've known this for a while now, but yeah. he is fully in and he is fully just, he's confused. He doesn't know what the hell to do because you could tell he does care about his friends. Yeah. But cares more about all mankind more. So dumb, man. All right. But we can keep talking about this forever. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, can't. dive, dive yeah, into the end. Um, so now our next scene is the reactor, right? With the toxin the red toxin sums to... officially red sun toxin alarms officially start going off outside of Sanctum, and then we go to the reactor. Now, wait before we do that though. Murphy has a little line where he's like, "Oh, let's play another round of who wants to murder your friends," because <laughs> he he gets he gets a couple jabs in a Bellamy about uh, yeah. what is that episode one in season six. Bell yeah, drowns him pretty oh, much. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I do like that reference. I do like the callbacks to previous seasons. The show has always been really good at that. Yeah, but sure. rolling on to the reactor, um, Amori is assuring everybody the reactor is airtight so the toxin can't get in. But right after she says that, they start hearing banging on the door, and Russ Hada's cronies, led by Knight, was there, right? He was yep. one of the people. I have a battering. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it was yeah, Knight. Knight was one of the people. Good. So he gets ruined by. The bugs. the bugs, yeah, nice. And he um, looks the worst, man. Yeah. He got F- he's the one his face yeah. Okay, destroyed. Yeah. Nice, good, yeah. good. So they're trying to get yeah. in with the battering ram. Um, Amori says, "Jer Bear, get all these people into secondary containment." And Jerry's on the case. Oh my gosh, not a doubt in my mind. He would have gotten every single one of those people into secondary <laughs> containment, safe and sound. But Nikki Bang Bang emerges from secondary containment, holding a knife to Jerry's throat. That's as most scared I've ever been. Yeah, right? I was shaking in my boots. I was unfazed by the Bellamy death. This one had me shaken. Our boy, Jer. 100% right. I mean, imagine if she just opened his throat right there. I would have cried. 
We all would. Bang, bang. And even in the face of our boy, Jer, facing a life-threatening situation, Amori makes the judgment call that she's going to use her newly gained tech skills to put down the shield that's surrounding Sanctum to let all the bugs in and start causing some chaos, basically, to save them. I feel like we have to give some props to Jerry's kid. Because he literally stood in front of Nikki, who had a throat to his or a knife to his throat yeah. and just like stopped mm-hmm. her. I thought that was pretty ballsy for a kid. Definitely. Yeah. Maddie stepped up and said like, like a human shield only works if you're willing to, to kill them or something. And I, I didn't get the line that she said. I also didn't get it. And I rewatched the episode and I didn't get it the second time. Yeah. Like, yeah. My brain power. Yeah. I intently yeah. watched the second time and she said it and I was like, what? It sounds like she said the opposite of what she meant. Yes, thank you. Okay. Okay, okay. we're going to move on from that because yeah. we could be completely off. Lights are out. There's a quick scene, though, right directly after that when the bugs are let in and you see all the chaos and you see Bill yeah. and all the disciples seeing the bugs start to fly in. And I thought it was awesome because for one split second, Bellamy sounded like Bellamy when he was like taking charge saying, he's like, grab a torch, follow me. Like, and he was like leading. It was like, dude, that is how you should be, but on the right side right now. Yeah. Ugh. God, it sounded so. Ugh, I was so sad. So Bellamy. Yeah, we're gonna get into Bellamy. Yeah, but so, once again, I'm gonna backtrack us again for another Murphy line. So yeah. <laughs> Bellamy is giving those orders and stuff, and then uh, the conductor is like, "Yeah, like he's right. Like we should round up all the hostages, execute them, and get you home." And Murphy's like, "Well, Bellamy never that's said later. that. That's later." <laughs> so our next scene is Doctor Jackson back in the throne bone room. Bone throne, stone room, all that, you know, whatever it is. The bone room sounds... Uh... <laughs> yeah, the bone room. And Gabriel is now, like, full-on hallucinating Josephine everywhere he's going. He's, like, full in red toxins. And then he's looking for the antitoxin to give to everybody else. And Josephine is starting to feed him some information, saying, like, you know, if you find the, if you find the key, find the flame, you can use some of the Allegis tech to mix with some of your mind drive reading tech, and you can kind of reverse engineer it all and find out the final code. And she even says both words to activate the final war or test, whatever it is, because we don't technically know. That. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Josephine, uh, being a part of Gabriel, only knows what he knows. So that was a pretty good scene. So some people's red toxin is, I'm going to kill you. And Gabriel's is, I get to see Josephine. So I would be fine with Same that. Same with Indra. <laughs> Indra's like that as well. Yeah, well, she's, she's kind of being tortured by a, a past memory. And he's yeah. being obviously tortured because he loves Josephine. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm okay with seeing Josephine. Yeah, that'd be a good right Yeah, that's, that's the best draw <laughs> yeah. possible. Clark sees, has her mom telling her to kill herself. Yeah. And, and Gabriel's got Josephine actually giving him good info. <laughs> and then some of the people are aggressive. Like, you know, Bellamy was aggressive. Knight is aggressive because yep. they're yeah. just trying to slam in. So that's cool that well, the we Red know Mori, Yeah. I like that Jackson asked Gabriel if Nate is okay. And Josephine's yep. just like, you don't know who the hell Nate is, do you? <laughs> and that Jackson's was... like, Miller? He's like, oh, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I'm speaking more on your point, Jimmy, about Josephine hallucinations being a nice little luck of the draw is that he takes the toxin, antitoxin out and it's like, this is the last dose. You take it, Jackson. Because yep. he doesn't want to get rid of Josephine's hallucination. Yep. Yeah. And Jackson's like, well, what the fuck? I can't do any of this stuff. And he's like, ah, I'm used to it. Don't worry Josephine about it. Josephine goes, oh, I missed you too. <laughs> <laughs> right when he says you take it, not She's me. amazing. Yeah. So she is amazing. Yeah, I think Gabriel explains what they're going to do. And she goes, it's sexy when you get all sciencey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So yeah, Josephine is trying to tell Gabriel to use the flame himself. That's the big part of the scene. We ready to move on? Yeah, yep. the bugs. Back to the reactor. The bugs. Yeah, Russ Hayda's men are still working on that battering ram, and the bugs come into the workshop and just ruin their faces. Didn't yeah, I am happy that Knight died. I didn't realize till we had this conversation that Knight was involved in that, but fuck yes, man. He was a piece of shit since the beginning. Oh yeah, all good with night dying, right? That's all. That's a good night. Sucked. Yeah, and terrible way to die. Yeah, I mean, we thought last episode when we saw the preview for this one, we'd be like, "Oh, Trey's gonna get a death like that. It's gonna be sick." And then ended up being (laughs) night, and I'm okay with that. I would have bet all of King Midas's silver that Trey would die before Bellamy. Whatever. Here we are. Oh my God! What a terrible. You just ruined the episode for me. Outlived Bellamy. That is insane. That's garbage. Actually, (laughs) yeah, that's garbage. (laughs) It's Garbaggio, is what it is. I don't know. Fact right there. Speaking of Bellamy, though. I mean, they roll through Bellamy and squad with their torches mm-hmm. and kind of clear out the room. And I mean, I don't know. I'm maybe nitpicking too much, but it worked way too well, way too yeah, quickly. The fire yeah. worked too well. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess like they don't have time to yeah. fuck around and like wait for everyone to get out for the show to move on. But I was like, where the hell did all those bugs just go? And, and then it's we- Bellamy's idea to go to the reactor because he knows that Clark will head there because that's where Maddie is. Because Maddie's there. And Which is exactly what we get. We get a yeah. couple of good reunions here. Murphy and Amori, not really too big of a reunion because they saw each other recently, but uh, we get Maddie and Clark, and that's mm-hmm. like the real kind of moment. And I'm watching I, right now. I just got the season six, so I got the origin story of Maddie again for the second time, and it's actually awesome. Like I what love Maddie, Maddie goes through. Yeah, season sure. five, Maddie is phenomenal to she me. She might I, be the worst in this season because she's like not they just aggressive don't, and stuff. Like she can be and skilled. It is very weird. And I brought this up in another podcast. It's very weird how they changed her character. Mm-hmm. But we did talk about the fact that she's young and she was finally scared by something. And and it's easy. And she was and, like mimic. She was just like mimicking Bloodraina who's gone now. So it's she just can like, kind of just. It's like Hope where, you know, Hope didn't never dealt with any shit like real shit so she was just like i'm a badass i'm a badass and then shit starts in the fan and you know, it's falling apart a little bit yeah, okay, yeah i mean she's just she's just scared and now finally because i mean she was forced to be the commander and all that stuff but now since she doesn't really need to be the commander she's allowed to kind of be scared yeah yeah, yeah. so while this is all going on raven's tripping with the red toxins and she's seeing our guy hatch yeah. like with his his radiated now, face and stuff is it the red toxin though? Because they're in the reactor, and I thought that was fine. It's, I thought she's just having like a little bit of a remorseful flashback. That's true. They didn't look like full on. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's also, just her also, like regretting. Also, did we mention that Clark brought like a knapsack full of antitoxin from the farmhouse with her? Yeah, we no, well, she did. Yeah, but I want. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, I need up. you all to confirm with me here. Did she take it? Because I know that she didn't take it on screen, as far as I know. Why well, are you going to try and say that Bellamy? I I'm mean, just, her, she hallucinated the Bellamy thing at the end. It's assumed, I think. So I really don't buy that. I think it's assumed that everybody who sees Clark with the antitoxin takes the antitoxin. Yeah. I would be so Clark. pissed if they do that. Yeah. Like, they have fucking Bob out here with a farewell Instagram post. Like, Jason has exactly. a statement about it. Like, I'd be pissed. Too many yeah. too many moving parts, especially in the throne room. Like, too many people were there. Like, yeah. I don't shade hate it. Like, I don't know how that would I'm be I'm not saying that he's, like, hallucination. I'm just saying that she could have, you know, pulled the trigger ease quicker based on the fact that she she took the toxin or oh, something. I like I don't know that I I'm think not. She probably took it. We can. Yeah, I don't. I'm just saying everyone took it on screen. She didn't. Yeah. So, but whatever. 
but whatever. Guess who's still alive? Orlando's alive, everybody. <laughs> I, I, I love the things that get under your skin because yeah. they are just things that go right over yeah, my head and yeah. I could care less about, and they just drive you crazy. Yep. Love it, love it, love it. So, so while Raven's tripping out over here, she also decides to she's gonna she she talks with Amori real quick. She's gonna put the shield back up. That's awesome. That kind of just needed to happen. Yeah. Uh, so the, Bill officially has the flame mm-hmm. in his possession. I would have, if this line, when for he goes, mankind. when he, yeah, when he says for all mankind, if he had instead said, call me Bill, I would have voted on the Twitter poll. Like, I love this episode. <laughs> call me Bill call to the flame. Yeah, he looked at the flame and call me Bill. Call me Bill, motherfucker. <laughs> oh that would have been perfect. But I think that is safely the end of that scene. Yes. Uh, take us to the next one. Yeah, so we're back in the stone throne room and everyone is pretty much being affected by the red toxins at this point. I think like Indra's like physically sweating. She's starting to hear at least images of her mother who was kneeling to uh, Shade Hada, the OG on earth and stuff like that. And Shade Hada starts spinning his tails, you know, playing his chest. Yeah. Indra is cutting through her, her bondages with Mm. something. God knows what. Yeah. Something. Uh, And Russ sees her doing that says this won't go well for us if you don't cut through that rope like as quick as possible yeah. um and she said Indra responds with oh what are we friends now he says the classic line my enemy's enemy is my friend right now i'm thinking this is how you know i'm a fan of the hundred i was about to ship Indra and russ i was just like <laughs> these two oh my god give get the fuck out of here Dude, uh, double down that, on it later that too. would be insane if that was the end Dude, shadra the she might shadra. have a crush on him she never lets him die yeah for real man. true that's gotta be what it is yeah. and also i have a little uh too in the conclave too. there you go oh, oh, i'm fucking... shipping them i double yeah they do later. it I so i have a little um tragedia slang note here because they say isn't that like it translates to, isn't that right and i swear on everything that i'll ever own in my life that it's namine in tragedia slang it means <laughs> isn't that right namine i was like yo that's amazing i got a couple more of them coming up so don't worry <laughs> So we go right back to the reactor, just a hop, skip, and a splash away. Maddie is telling Clark that she remembers stuff. Yeah, just hinting at the book. Hinting at the sketchbook, and Clark just says, you keep that to yourself. Don't ever tell anybody that you remember stuff from the flame. Also, this is just a general question. Does that mean that Maddie remembers what Judgment Day is like through Vecca's memories? Like, does she remember what it felt like to go through? She could be remembering literally what how bill treated becca she could be remember she could just know that he's a bad guy because she said you shouldn't have given it to him yeah you know and he see she looks at him holding the flame and she said you should not have done that this scene here leads me to believe that it's possible that maddie plays a really big role in the next couple episodes and what did we say it's either that or the sketchbook is going to play a huge role, which it already has. It already has. Yeah. You said that. No, we separate Maddie from the sketchbook all the way back with the psychologist, uh, Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. You were calling that from the beginning. That's awesome. Also, if Maddie does have those memories of judgment day, then I mean, that even just adds another layer of reasonableness for her acting the way she acts. Cause I mean, Even Becca Franco saw that shit and was like, what the fuck? So, I mean, you, have, you have to be able to assume that if she, Becca had the flame in her when she went to Judgment Day, obviously. So Maddie should know that. I mean, but then also everyone should know that. Lexa should have known that. Yeah, but it never got brought up. So, like, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, there's memories I have that I'll probably never even access again until like I hear a certain song or see something. So I mean, and and they said that it is weird how you know you access it via the flame. Like at first, Maddie was getting it through her dreams, and then Gaia teaches her how to ask the commanders for their for their uh, advice yeah. or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I don't think that she has enough control over. Yeah, I'm gonna call them these vision memories to be yeah. able to pinpoint that one Judgment mm-hmm. Day member. I I don't think Maddie. I agree. It's not, it's not like is. a folder on your computer where you could just yeah access. Yeah, yeah. I just well, especially I now think. that it got ripped out, it's just like an avalanche in her head. Like they're just yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think based off the knowledge from the commanders, meaning Becca, she knows Bill's a bad dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and speaking of Bill being a bad dude, he's like sitting there by like the workbench, like checking out the flame, looking at it, like he knows what the hell's going on with it. And then like yeah. he's like, "All right, like can we get out of here?" Because he knows he can't do shit with the flame, so he needs help. <laughs> Hate that yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> also, that in the scene though, we do get another cool interaction because when you look at it in a vacuum, it's cool. When Bellamy and Amori talk yeah. again, yeah, who are family they spent yeah. five or six years on the ring like that's just pure that's the shit i was dreaming of when we haven't been seeing bellamy for seven episodes stuff like that and like that quick interaction he had with murphy before he murphy realized like god man they and we got they robbed do, they do a good job of making the interactions between the people that were on the spaceship different than the so, interactions yeah. between like what amori and clark would be mm-hmm. like she went up to him gave him a big hug said look at these clothes. That sounds like the clothes of someone with a story. Like she was beaming from ear to ear. Yeah. And after 10 seconds, she could just see that it was going right over Bellamy's head. Yeah. It, it was upsetting to see that. And Richard know? Harmon had such great acting in the background. You could see how uncomfortable he looks knowing that Amori's really? making yeah. a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. That's, cool. That's pretty cool. And, he, and Bellamy's answer is like, I guess he's saved by Raven putting the power on. Then he's like, uh, another time. Yeah. Psych. Foreshadowing. Right, so, that is when the pipe bursts. Yeah. And Raven actually, you know, she sees it. She's going to go fix it. Uh, and this is R.I.P. Hatch, the room that she sent. She locked Hatch in with the radiation. Yeah. She, the flashes start getting worse and worse, mm-hmm. which is why I want to double down and definitively say these are just flashes from yeah. her memory, not toxins. Sure, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, she goes in there to address the leak and Nikki arrives. And it's just those two. The time is right. Nikki spells it out. She says, you're going to die today, Raven. Um, but first, I want to hear you say it. And this is where credit to Lindsay Morgan, by the way. Yep. Good acting. But she just breaks down in front mm-hmm. of Nikki, like apologetically. But she admits it. She said, yeah, like I, I killed him. I killed all of them. Um, and the quote that I liked was, I was afraid he was. I'm sorry. She said she locked the door out of secondary compa- containment. Because she says, I was afraid that he was as much of a coward as I am, but he wasn't. He was brave. He got the job done. He didn't try to escape. Like, I told him he was going to die, and he just did it. Mm-hmm. And you guys picked up on the fact that, like, it, I think it was purposely done where it was like she was, like, in a haze. Like, the, the sound quality was a little bit distorted, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she was just mentally, like, breaking down. Yeah. 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 She's basically going back to the scene of the crime and just... Yeah. It's just That's what her. made me think that for a second that that was going to be an anti-toxin, I mean, a, a red toxin yeah. vision, but it, it does make more sense with the timeline that Clark gave her the anti-toxin. Yeah. yeah. And she, um, Raven says to her, like, uh, it should have been me. If it'll bring you peace, then kill me. And I was like, no, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> How um, dare you? I didn't feel any pressure that she was actually going to die this scene. 
Nah, I thought she was going to die from like a radiation leak. I thought when that leak originally started, it was radiation again. And wow. she was going to do what she had thing to do and like wrong her. Wow. Right. That's that good. Poetic. Yeah. Uh, that would have been good. Literally, yeah. The line is Raven sees a leak. If she fucking dies, I'm I'm. I'm leaving this show. If Raven died right there, I would have been so pissed, but I have that note written. I thought that she was going to die. That could have been a good catalyst, like radiation. We all got to get out of here, send everyone to Earth anyway. Like, yeah. That could have been another good reason. Yeah, yeah, but- yeah, yeah. So Nikki sees Raven break down, and I think we all agreed this was not very satisfying. She just says, I have a better idea. You live with what you've done and just kind of lets Raven live and she walks away. I think it's totally off character for Nikki Bang Bang. I feel right at all. Her character was only revenge. there yeah. for revenge on And Ravens. she has no compassion. Literally, she shouldn't give a shit. I'm just going to chalk it up to the goat Murphy convinced her of like Hatch's inherent goodness and the reason why he did the the seal and was saving um I almost called her Elena Huffman, uh Nikki hmm. Bang Bang because he wants her to do good and be better. So this is her doing that, but no, I, agree. I, I just don't like th- I I mean I know what you're saying, but I just don't think she has that yeah. in her character. <laughs> The entire character was to be the antagonist Irrational to Raven revenge. specifically. Yeah, exactly. she, yeah. she has no other motivations other than revenge on mm-hmm. Raven, and now that's done. What? That's what I was gonna say. She do broke think, the cycle. Do you think that was the last scene on screen scene she's gonna get? No. Pro- I think so. might it, it might be. totally be. She's, she's not dead. I think she's gonna be like hanging around. Yeah. You think now that she's already had that Raven I, interaction, she just won't be seen again? I don't know about not seen again, but I just think that was her big, like, hurrah, I'm done. Like, we'll probably see her, but I don't think she's going to really do much now. Yeah, also, side note, I really like Nikki Bang Bang as a character. Oh, I think, yeah. I think Elena Hoffman, like, kills it as her. Fantastic yeah, they were, I wish we had way more of Hatch. Yeah. yeah. But they keep going back to Hatch more than they do in a single season of someone who died in the they first two Chad episodes. Rook, baby. They keep it. on going back to Chad. Yeah. Can you imagine Hatch. if they did Which season season five where the prisoners are all around, but Nikki and Hatch were part of that season? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. That didn't mean that would oh, no. Who else would have been there? X, Y, and Z. Oh, my True. God. X, Y, and Z. Oh, Man. They've been God. fan favorites. X, Y, Z on me. Yeah. X, X might be the shepherd right now if that happened. Holy Ooh. shit. All right. Let's keep going. For all mankind. Because uh, I think that's a good proper send off to Nikki if that is her last time on screen. True, 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 true. Uh, Amori, Clark, and Murphy, actually, I want to say, like, they see Nikki just like walking out from where they know Raven is and they look at each other mm. and just sprint to Raven and then they just see her like crying there. That was a good moment. Sure. Yeah, I, great I like moment. They all knew what was up. And notably, Bellamy doesn't move a muscle. Wow. He sucks now. I yep. wish you didn't say that to me. I, I already wish... have enough negative fucking feelings. So yep. true. I didn't Bellamy, know that Bellamy sees the squad run out there and run down basically and they're obviously flustered and he doesn't come doesn't move nothing damn all right moving on to the bone stone throne room it is again russ Hayda talking to indra he just starts like talking shit on tree crew i think they're talking in tree gata slang but he says tree crew are funny like they used to die trying to escape every single time it was uncanny when he says uncanny he definitely says it was trippy Uncanny is trippy in Trigata slang. You can't convince me otherwise. Um, <laughs> no, it's actually awesome because Trigata slang is such a good part of this show, and mm. having all of the main characters know it is such a strategic advantage, especially when it comes to stuff like this, stuff like Bardo, because for a fact, like all the disciples know nothing. Like the amount of times it came in clutch in season five when they're faking stuff over the radios against the prisoners. Yep. 
like and it comes up in season six and like it's come up multiple times this season it's just they could just use it as a pure code that has so much grounded history in the show it's I'm pretty sure in the sketchbook standoff between Bellamy and Clark, they're talking in Tree Gator. She is not him, though. Yeah, she is. You're right. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to say, like, perfect. That's good writing, though, that they get back in system. Yeah. And the other other layer of it is that it's just enjoyable to hear them speak it, like even without the translation. It's just funny. So all of the disciples in the room are now starting to get insanely paranoid. They're getting like the aggression part of the uh, Red Sun where they're like, you know, they don't trust anyone. They don't know who their friends are and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure one of it was a female guard like asked the prisoners like quiet down over there. Like, what are you guys doing? And she gets stabbed by another one just because he's like, I'm going to please the shepherd. Don't be like doing my job. Those are my responsibilities. So they're like fighting each other. And then they start to swarm in on Russ and Indra. Indra's just like, buy me more time. I'm almost there. And Russ starts spinning his web. He was just like, you were right to kill her. If you were really smart, I could take you to get some antitoxin. It only takes him an extra 20 seconds of talking for Indra Mm -hmm. to just stand up. And she takes out like all five of the guards that were there with a makeshift knife. Indra's a badass. And can they not shoot their weapons without the helmet on? They can't go invisible. I know that. Anytime there's any hand-to-hand combat, I'm just annoyed. (laughs) <laughs> just shoot they, sh- they shouldn't need it you mean? Yeah. yeah like i mean I, I they specifically say go get the helmets and i know that's to go invisible but i don't know if you have to command through your thinking to shoot i the would gun. almost say that no they probably could not control anything without the helmet because yeah. it is and thought- also it's all yeah. thought based yeah, so like all- the red paranoia thing could be a play a factor into them not being able to do that sure. yeah i wonder if the helmet would have saved them from the red toxin probably yeah i mean it would Maybe. It I mean, they still have to breathe it in the air. I don't know. They, have they been in situations where they can breathe underwater and stuff or like on planets without oxygen? I don't, I really don't remember. Know. Yeah. What, I feel like it's like a pressure thing. Like one thing when they put, they take it off, it's like a pressure release. So maybe. It makes the sound effect. Like, shh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Indra clears the room. This is where I doubled down. I said, because Russ Hayda said, Indra behind you to warn her of the invisible person. Her taking out the invisible person was an was awesome scene. Bad ass, and that's, man. that's, it's, ugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Some scene, but why would he not just shoot her? And why would he go to attack her? He was invisible. I kind guess he th- he's. Just I don't know, dude. This one, give Indra. Her <laughs> I'll give Indra. <laughs> yeah, give I know. I don't want to play devil's advocate on and this then one. Starts speaking. The she's like right behind you, and she just turns around, and cuts his head yeah. off, yeah. clean off. It was awesome. Yeah, that was sick. This is where I doubled down, and I said, "I don't give a fuck. I'm shipping these two, <laughs> Rosetta and Indra." It did. Even awesome. after she looks him dead in the eye and says, "Your fight is over." Well. She walks away, and his fight is most certainly not over. <laughs> yeah, it's totally not over. I can only I say the, that when people die and you see that. I get the whole symbolism behind it and stuff, but it feels like Lazy. super repetitive. Yep. That no, no, I'm saying that she just continuously just keeps seeing like her mom and thinking about like this kneeling thing. Because what did it really add when after she cuts the dude's head off and she sees her her mom like kneeling to Russ? It's just I more, think it's red toxin. Yeah, red to toxin, but it's showing her. Showing her more of the hatred for Shade Hater. That's it. Like so reinstating it, even though he just helped her. Yes. So like saying like, I get, still... yeah, but okay, that's fine. It's just I weird because she doesn't need any more hatred for him. I know. And I, again, why wouldn't she kill him? Why wouldn't she just do it? I, I, think, I, I think it's more of like the reason she was seeing her mom is like, what else would she see if she was in a room? But I'm with... saying, why did she have to see anything? Because it didn't add anything to the scene. Well, would her just being crazy add anything more? 
it was just a cool thing because that's part of her story i think yeah. just to be yeah. able to see it I don't and know then she walks up to him really and says yeah no one treat him and that's that's when jackson and gabriel turn and jackson's like wasn't planning on it and, yeah. and gabriel says me neither yeah. <laughs> i like that I laughed at that that was dope because yeah. they're all on the same page Fuck yep. shit, yeah him. well they said fuck that hippocratic oath Too is that good brian so, did i did i redeem myself you're good dude uh what from the doctor surgeon thing you still yeah. on that you didn't even you didn't even chirp back when I said that. Okay, I'm glad you heard it. And now we have Bill returning to the throne room, and this is this is the scene. This is the whole end, right? It's yes. the whole shebang. Pretty much, ready? shake it out. Get let's, let's get ready to talk this through. Most of the people that are in Sanctum are in the scene, correct? Every named character except for Jer. Trey and Nikki, I think, are in that are on Sanctum are in this. Murphy room. and Amori are there. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Maddie's there. Everyone. Yeah. And then I guess Picasso. Mini Jasper, and then Minnie Jasper and Picasso. Whatever. Fuck yeah. Pretty much every main. <laughs> what a okay. good boy. So Gaia gets a name drop here, where Indra, rightfully so, because we needed some acknowledgement at some level from her, saying like she's pointing the gun right at Bill as he walks in, asking him where her daughter is, and even Bellamy backs him up, saying like we have no idea where she is. Everyone's yeah. on the same page. Inter kind of lets her guard down a little bit when Clark steps up and says, Bill's going to help. And then this is the Josephine, the last Josephine Gabriel kind of interaction yeah. that's going on. I love how she's like in some kind of like hot nightgown thing too. Yeah. That? Walking around, touching the bones. Yeah. Like, well, like, if you're going to hallucinate her, I'm going to hallucinate her that way too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Josephine's whispering in his ear, but Gabriel starts to act on what we laid out earlier that he wants to put the flame in himself he steps up i think josephine says now's the time like tell bill your plan um he steps up suggests that you know becca's mind drive Allegius tech can probably fix the broken code in the flames since mm -hmm. she designed both the mind drives and the flame he's like i'm pretty sure this is gonna work that's convincing to bill because of his knowledge of becca franco yeah bill finishes the Sentencing. Bill is the one that name drops back yep. in Franco, yes, which I thought was cool. And then it, it looks like it's working. He says he thinks it's working. And then like after a minute, he just pulls the trigger and shoots the flame and points the gun at Bill. Right. So he says that, what does he say out loud to Josephine right before uh, he shoots She's it? basically saying that like you need to be the one because you're Nightblood. You take the test for us. You put the key back into your head. And he realizes, like, we're the problem. It's something. Yeah. She yeah. asks him. Well, he's, like, clearly kind of having a second thought about it. And she asks, what's wrong? And then he says, we are. We are. Now, just, yeah. Pop. So Pulls out I, the glizzy and just smokes it. Yeah. Gabriel's so, that boy. I honestly yeah. thought that when Josephine is standing where Bellamy is standing, that Gabriel was going to red toxin, accidentally shoot Josephine, like, shoot Bellamy, thinking he's shooting Josephine. <laughs> oh, because wow. she, she literally converges with bellamy when she disappears really? yeah 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 she, well he like walks through her whatever it is yes yeah, they're in the same spot while he's about he shoots the thing he freaks out and he turns and i was like oh dude is he gonna shoot bellamy is that gonna be like a death and i would almost rather that be the death that would have been wild that would have been way unexpected yeah. that would have been unexpected which i would have appreciated that but in hindsight that would have been just as like not okay yeah, if no. someone has been with us for seven seasons storyline wise accidentally shot yeah I agree, but I... There was no good way to do it, though. Yeah. Clark shoots Doucette, the conductor. Bellamy rushes to his side, and his last words are, don't lose faith to Bellamy. I personally was just like, cry, you little bitch, to Bellamy when yep. I was watching. 
<laughs> fucking deserve this, man. He Probably. runs to do set, but you bring up Kyle the f- point that they were worried Nikki had just killed Raven and he did not run to Raven. Was a new man, which fits with how he is, I guess. He now. shouldn't be showing Doucette any emotion if he's actually being That's a disciple. That's also true. Yeah, because the disciple religion is you don't you don't care about anything but the collective. Build it and flinch. Nah, yeah, Bill was like, all right. He was like, call me Bill. <laughs> yeah he looked in, he looked the conductor dead in the eye and said call me bill <laughs> but i did think that was a hell yes moment for clark because she's always a boss when she's got a gun and yeah, she's got man. some power yeah. like she's, i love it she's cold-blooded yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah and she's just warming the fuck up baby once Doucette is down clark points the gun at bill and at gunpoint makes him type in the code to the offline planet, which I think I skipped. They identified that that one planet is still offline because Raven put on a helmet and Mm -hmm. tried to type it in. The reason they want to get to the offline planet is because that's where their friends are. Yep. Are being. And, you know, Earth, 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 Your boys over here at Bear TV out here predicting the offline planet back. Let's go. Eight episodes ago. 100% Earth. We also were predicting Gaia being there like a year ago. I mean, you guys also have seen the trailer for next step, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah, we know it's Earth. That. Oh, is it? Right. Yeah. yeah it is. They confirm it in the trailer. It's Earth. Swear. Well, this is Clark still, I mean, got the gun in her hand being a badass and she looks Bill right in the eye and says, enter the code and you get to live. And, and she she just shot the conductor, so it's, you know she's not fucking around. Yeah. He said that only he knows the code too. So that's like, what? I wonder why they keep Earth under such lock and key, like that that's the offline one. Maybe they have it designated as like a special. And potentially it's because Bill planet. didn't want any disciples going back after he shepherded them across the universe. Yeah. Maybe is something there. I don't know. Yeah, because, well, now the planet, we don't know it now because of Prime Fire, but it would have been inhabitable. People could have went back and be like, yeah, let's just live here. Then people start, the portal opens and all of our homies start walking through. Clark is one of the last. And that's why makes. I brought it up. Like, I think literally every character is in this. Yeah. So, and everyone walks in that we care about. Again, except shade, except no shade Hada. Shade Hada, Indra, Clark and Bellamy are the only four people that we care about that aren't through that portal yet. At this yep. point in the, at this point. Agreed? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and Nikki Bang as, Bang. And and, yeah. <laughs> and as far as we know, all the characters that aren't here that we care about should be on the yeah. other side of the portal, including exactly. Gaia and whoever yeah. pulled Gaia through. Yeah. Which yeah. is there even Adam. a person? Adam that we and can, can think. Adam and Gaia. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is um, something I just thought about just because I had it written down that when Murphy walks past Bellamy to go in, he says, I really hope this new thing you believe in is worth it. And then now Murphy, next episode, is going to find out that Bellamy's now dead, and that's the last thing he ever said to him. Well, it gets worse, and we're going to break that down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it definitely gets worse. We're not yeah. there yet. Hold on. Okay, so Clark has one last... She's just speaking at Bellamy and says, you know, like, I, I lost you, dude. I said I wasn't going to lose anyone else, but I he lost He was about you. to walk through, and then she says, not you. You've made your choice. Yep. And that moment for me was so satisfying yeah. because if she just let him go because he's Bellamy, I would have been pissed. That was good that she, she held her ground right there. 100%. Yeah, so it's, it's Russ Hada that kind of whispers in Bellamy's ear that he can help him if he gets him Maddie's sketchbook, which is on the Bone Throne. And Bellamy obviously just hears helping the shepherd and immediately goes to do it. This is while like Clark's half almost through the portal and she looks back, sees what's going on and cannot let Russ Hada get Maddie's sketchbook. And that's when she turns the gun on Bellamy, right? 
Yeah, and she says, uh, cough him up, go nigh, which means give it to me. Well, when <laughs> is, when is, <laughs> yeah, do you have a minor in this? Yeah, yeah, I do. I've been studying. I've been studying. You truly have head for this. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Man. I know. <laughs> I mean, this is just like more of our point, like injured, just fucking kill Russ Hayda. But yeah. now Bellamy's dead because of it. We're I'm at a loss for words. Yeah. This is like, okay, how, how does Clark kill all the other? So she troops? doesn't kill all of them. She is just holding the gun, pointing at Bellamy, right? Asking, yeah. demanding that she, he hands over the book. And a disciple takes it upon himself to kind of step towards her. And instantly she turns and just pops him. Yeah. Right? And right there, Beast. stakes are raised for everybody in the room. Well, she says, give it to me or I'll kill them all. And you yeah, know yeah. I will. And I'm like, yeah, I do know you will. <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah. will. Anyone else knows she will. Fucking and badass. Boy, does she. And, and then that- Bellamy has the line where he says, like, I know you won't shoot me. And then, she, you know, like, there's that whole back and forth. And I don't know about you guys, but watching it live, I was like, this is fucking happening right now. I think this is going to happen. How many times has Bellamy said you're not going to shoot me to Clark? At least the once when he was in the bunker. And he's trying to open it, right? Yeah, yeah. In season five, and Clark gets, doesn't do it. Obviously, mm-hmm. he uh, also she also threatens him in she, uh, the Pike season too. I mean, the, the thing for me is that she he says to her that he has the book, and he's like, Maddie won't be in any danger. And their relationship is so fucked at this point that she can't even trust that. Yeah, and he, and he's a dumbass for thinking that she's not in danger. Like, yeah. why would Maddie not be in danger? I mean, Bellamy watched them torture Clark and did nothing yeah. about it. And he's not, she's not thinking in her head, you're going to do the same thing to Maddie. Like, hell no. Why would you, if you know that Maddie's drawing a sketchbook, why would you not MCAP her if you're, Clark, if you're Bill? Yeah. Clark is treating Bell like an enemy, which yeah. he is now. And that's, yeah. that's a tough pill to swallow. He is pleading, saying like, I love you guys. Like, I care about humanity. You've got to listen to me. And Clark just simply can't trust him. And, we know that we understand why Clark can't trust him. So when he Bellamy makes a decision, says, "I there's nothing I can do. I have to give this to the shepherd." Yeah, and he turns and right away Clark just doesn't even think about it. Pop, pops pop, him right in the pop. heart, symbolic for being the head and the heart of the two. And it just kind of it just kind of happened. So yeah, I mean he does say that, but he actually has one final sentence where he says, "You need to keep this safe for the shepherd." Which and is garbage. Symbolic. No. It's such a symbolic way of saying like he just dived right into that and that ruined his character. His him diving into the shepherd religion. I don't know. So bad. Because and his last word ever on the show is shepherd. Boom. Yeah, moment of silence for the character. I mean Let's quickly jump into the trailer, what we get for next episode. Then we're gonna come back and dissect this and see how we feel and talk about how we feel, because this is a lot. That is the end of the episode. It ends with Bellamy bleeding out. And if I'm being honest, I don't see any way that that if that wasn't if that was actually his body, he died. So I I saw some people saying like maybe they like, you know, they heal him in some sort of way, like through the anomaly or maybe they heal him like quickly get anyone. He's dead. If that was his actual human body, he is dead. He bled out, hit him in the heart. Any comments on that? Because I think that now he's dead. There's no way he's dead. Live that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we've heard that they can get him back to Bardo quickly and and Can't. save him. No, I mean, too late. all right. So the trailer for the next episode is gonna. I don't know if it's gonna be solely taking place on Earth, but 
we're getting Earth, baby, and we're getting all of our characters. Mm-hmm. This is going to be, I, I guess, we got to assume centuries and centuries past the last Prime Fire, and Earth is somewhat habitable again because we see green, we see yep. trees and stuff yeah. like that. We also get a, we see Gaia. She's going to be here. And then we, the important thing that I think is worth bringing up is that we definitely see Shade Hayda not dead. Like he is ready. He's like in a fighting situation. Like, you know, he's up. Did you, did you zoom in on Shade Hayda? It looked like he was, I couldn't tell. It looked like he was wearing one of the disciple suits. I really, like, I not the white, it. but the actual, like, the, the Bardo suits, non helmet version with the, the, yeah. the helmet on. Which is, I think, how he's going to get to Earth. He's going to take one of the dead disciples in the room. He's going to take their suits and he's going to go to Earth and we're going to get a final battle with him there. That's got doesn't know like, the code, though. The portal's got to still be open for the, and that it, to work. It closed. It closed, yeah. yeah Unless he, like, saw... I mean, there's other disciples the still and there. It. And maybe Bill's he has the only one that knows the code, some though. flame memory because... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. But there's Russ no, is going to get to Earth, though. Russ, I think, is going to get to Earth, yeah. All right, so let's let's dissect this. Where do you guys want to start? Because I, I just kind of listed my things of pros and cons, and it's all cons except for one thing. What was the pro? It was definitely a pro on the writer's side by not giving Bellamy a redemption arc because I made it clear, I think, Jimmy, you were on my side too, that if you were going to spend the time to put, I think it was like the fifth or sixth to last episode of Theria, converting Bellamy and showing us why he converted to the Shepherd religion, you're not going to spend another episode of these last four or five believably making him flip back to our side and right. me being okay with it. And I would have been extremely pissed if he did that heel flip, then he'll flip back. That would have been shitty. And then the only other pro is a smaller one is just that it definitely raised the tension like a hundredfold. Like we had Dio's yeah. a die last episode. However you want to think about it, this is Bellamy dying. Like that's a real, real Game of Thrones style, like main character death. Yeah. I would say another pro is that I, I guess I'm happy that Clark was the one to pull the trigger. That's it means more that it was her. I guess the head, the heart thing is so symbolic and that's great. Yeah. I Um, just think that they, I don't know. I, I, at first I was thinking they screwed up her character by having her shoot him because of every time that she's always had to threaten him in certain ways and then didn't do it. Right. But to be honest, I'm in my rewatch and she, she leaves it. him to die in the for Maddie. Yep. Yep. Like she, she actually is surprised that Bellamy is alive when they, when Echo tells him that he's still alive. I mean, it's not at this point, I out of character because she's done it before mm-hmm. and was living with it, but it just felt like it was quick. It was not a lot of thinking. I mean, I know that she's holding the gun and they're talking, but I mean, she, has is gonna have to explain it to everyone obviously and she's also like she must have had in her head okay he's disciple blake that's it there's no turning back he literally brought her back from the dead he believed in her so much and brought her back from the dead last season pumped her heart or whatever the hell it was what did he do talk her through it or something bringing her back to life and she just kills him and literally two seconds or whatever i just can't blame the writers that much because i have to imagine bob went to them and said hey listen you got me for four episodes probably only going to be in the second half of the season like do what you can and when you tie the writer's hands like that what can you do i I can't fault them yeah i I mean i'm just gonna read like this is jace part of jason's statement on it is that we knew bellamy's death had to go to the heart of what the show is all about survival who you're willing to protect and who you're willing to sacrifice 
His loss is devastating, but his life and his endless love for his people will loom large and affect everything that comes after to the very end of the series finale itself. So that sounds like they knew that Bellamy was going to die. That was the plan all along. So let's talk about the fact that Bellamy's a disciple and he's dying because they could have kept him as Bellamy and kill him too. What has it done for the series that he's quote unquote a villain, if you want to call it that, and have him die that way instead of just having him be a good guy and dying by Shade Hayda's hand or Bill or whatever? Nothing. Makes us hate a character that we've loved. Yeah, I, I think that's it. And I, this is just me like theorizing, but hasn't this show had a history of blacklisting some of the actors on it? Like Jasper, Lincoln. Lincoln. Him and Jasper and Lincoln both had run-ins with Jason, and after that, he made them horrible characters and wrote mm-hmm. them off. I mean, is this is this a thing? Like, they, if they knew they were going to kill him, like maybe Jason took that personally and took it upon himself to ruin the character too. I can't take it off the table because that is what yeah. he did with Lincoln. That's kind of his mo, though, and that's right? What he did with Jasper. I, I like to think that he would prioritize fan service over that, over a petty difference between an actor, but based on what he has done in the past, that's not off the table. I mean, I know that, like, I I mean, I I guess I can't say I know. I'm not a freaking gossip person here, but the Lincoln thing, I think, with that actor was the worst. And he still had, like, a pretty good death. He stayed a good guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, geez, like, just kill Bellamy if you want to kill Bellamy. All right. I mean, like, technically, like, he sacrifices himself for like the group in his mind but it doesn't feel like that way it that way to us so what the fuck is the point well he was sacrificing himself to get the book to the shepherd which in our yeah. opinion doesn't do anything for the people we care about as show yeah fans. and i mean i'm saying like from his perspective he thinks he he's helping like he's yeah. sacrificing himself to help everyone but from our perspective it's like what the fuck are you doing man you yeah. can't just like write this character for six seasons and have him be unwavering in his commitment to his friends and his comrades. The best character, probably. He's probably easily like, at the end of season six. Yeah. You can't just have this character for six seasons unwavering in his commitment to his friends and then make him completely flip-flop in four episodes of the last season. Like, I want to compare it to That's what it, they man. did with Jamie Lannister. His entire can- character arc <sighs> was going away from Cersei and, like, finding other things to live for. And then in the last two episodes, he totally just goes back to Cersei and the entire fan base was like, what the actual See, hell? I think you're right on that. It's his total personality shift is very comparable to that. But I also think it's more comparable to Danny because hmm. his whole first season one to six makes sense. Just as Danny all the way up until bef- right before she burns King's Landing to the ground made absolute sense. And it seemed like they had an end point they wanted to get him to, and they just made it happen over, I guess, for Game of Thrones, the span of like two episodes. Yeah. But over this, like the span of just the end season, you know, it just was a complete heel turn where it might have made sense. Maybe if you yeah. had like a whole season of Bellamy's decline into wavering against his friends and more, into, I don't know. But I just, I that's mean, how I it's, see it. It's tough too because we just rewatched the scene and you can tell. He's not, it's it's like one of those weird villains. He's like crying and he's saying he's doing this for them too. So it's not like he's against them. He thinks he's saving them. And you guys are going to freaking hate this. And I'm going to just say it. I I heard there's a theory that the end is going to be that he's right. And Clark's the bad guy. I, I don't well, know. like you're saying like, I don't hate that. Well, also was right. I mean, like that's the just a theory that's saying Bill could be right. That's like, why I thought you guys would hate it because that means if, oh. if Bellamy's right, that means that everything 
that Bill thought was right is right. I I'd think be okay a, with that. I'm yeah. just not okay with Bellamy taking that route. Like Bellamy yep. should have been on the Clark wrong side if it is the Shepherd being right. That's my thing. Okay, which yeah. I'd be cool with. Like that's a that's the, the equivalent of you know the White Walkers winning. Like I don't know though. I don't know if I agree with Bellamy it should be on Clark's the wrong side if that's how it ends. I, I mean, that's if you like, like the head and the heart thing. Yeah, right. He's he's the heart, so he's trying to save them. That makes him the good guy. But I still just don't think it was believable for him to in those three months no, of Ethereum I mean, to have yeah. flip to that side. I agree. Which, I agree. Like I'm saying, if they had more time to flesh it out, it would be believable if that's the end point they wanted to get to. But I see it kind of hard for me to end this series and me like Bellamy more than I do right now. No matter what, I think our opinion is going to be what you just said. Like whether whatever the end ends up being, if the end is that Bellamy was right and Clark is the commander of death and what she did was wrong and she fails humanity and he would have been correct we still think that they didn't do it the right way for bellamy for bellamy but holy shit that sounds good the way you just Ooh, said that like i want yeah that. i mean that's a thing. that's Clark also them are evil that's the only path that makes the death feel like okay ish i mean uh, okay. if they if they go that way, that means Jasper was right. That means Monty eventually was right. That means Bellamy now was right. I would be fine with that. Ooh, is it? I would that be fine be right. with that because I think at a certain point, even Clark knows that, that there's some truth to that, that they are on the evil side, but she just justifies it because she prioritizes her friends right. more than anybody else. So Do we like, just write the ending? <laughs> <laughs> well, Bellamy even says to her, like, look at yourself. Look at the way that you're acting right now. Yeah. And I mean, she is acting a little crazy. I mean, she was, she's been acting crazy for Maddie for a couple seasons now. Yeah. yeah. My last big thing I think we need to get into real quick is just, this is what pisses the fans off the most and like why they hate Jason so much for this decision is because we're going to get zero closure for the Blake's siblings and zero closure for Echo and Bellamy, like having some sort of semblance. Because when, I, when Echo found out that Bellamy fake died, she freaked out. She started going killing people. What's yeah. she gonna do now to Clark? Yeah. When this happened, and is Octavia even gonna care? Like, I don't want Clark. Clark should deal. Should not deal with negative repercussions. Yeah. For this, I don't think. And she I will, think she might. I hope she does. Because they did a I good really job of making sure that all of the characters saw the new Bellamy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Octavia and Echo. I think they saw him enough to know that he had completely I, switched sides. I, I right. think they went from what. Amori was when she was right seeing them to they spend enough time with him to know that he yeah. was full on for the ship. And that also doesn't take away from the lack of resolution between the Blake right. siblings, which I that, thought was right. like a main part of the entire show. I agree with 100%. that 100%. Yeah. That is very much a, a flaw in the ending. And I don't even think we talked about the fact that the killing is pointless. The book doesn't get taken back by. Yes. Yes. What is she up. doing? Yeah. She doesn't I get mean, the fucking book. All she had to do was walk and pick it up, literally, and she just no, killed. She him. ran out of bullets because she killed the other yeah. disciples. Oh, you're right. And she didn't there have another bullet, left. so she. Yeah. And then also, like okay, you know, right. hero yeah. timing where she jumps through anomaly as it's disappearing. I don't know. I mean, it's the books left. The disciples know about Maddie because it was spoken. Uh, I mean, only okay, so it was only, spoken in Trigatus language. Only it? Bellamy's side was in English, so Bellamy yeah. said Maddie will be safe. I don't know. You know what's that, what that is going to be, but pointless. I, you know yeah. that's just the craziest thing about it. It's gonna just sucks. It just sucks because he, like we've been saying, it was one of the best characters in the show. And then the whole last season, he's a barely in it, and b anytime he's in it, we hate when he's in it, which is just so disappointing. I want to go back to what you said uh, about how, like, if 
Bill is right about everything, then that would make Clark the bad guy. I just want to gauge the room here and ask, do you guys, what will you take for the end game of this show? Do you think Bill is going to be correct or will you take the field? Any other possibility? Do you think there will a final war slash final judgment? No, I'll take the field with that. I also think there's a chance we don't get anything with the judgment day. We get nothing. It just doesn't get resolved in that well, way. Well, that would be boring only because like Becca already confirmed there's something yeah. that she was freaked out about. They so if they don't touch on it again. Yeah, I agree. Although if they kill Bill, then it won't get touched on again because they won't. Because no one will want to do it. Yeah, nobody will care enough to. I'm like frazzled right now. Yeah, it's I agree. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know. Like, yeah, if, if they take the test or win the war or whatever. And then it turns out that Bellamy's right. And then it's like, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I don't know how I feel about, you're like you're saying, the test and the war not being a thing at all. Like, no. I, I don't know. Bellamy's well, the weird happy medium where the shepherd literally is has a cult saying, you shouldn't care about anybody. This is for the collective. We are going to save all mankind. Bellamy is still doing it for his friends. He's doing it for all mankind, but he's still sitting there crying because he wants to save his friends. So he's like the middle ground. So I would not be okay if Bill is right saying like nobody matters. I want Bellamy to be right and say I was going to save everybody, including you guys. But it's just I, I don't know how you can get both. You can't. Yeah, I agree with you. Nobody matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also I don't I don't think that. After all we've been through with this show, that it's going to come down to nobody matters is the answer. In the and end. I just don't want Bill to be right. Yeah, true. Also that. I mean, he could be right, but I don't want him to be. I don't know. I, I, yeah. I want to wrap up this discussion just by saying I'm really, really happy that it looks like they're setting this series up to end on Earth where mm-hmm. it all began. I think that's like poetic. I think it's perfect. And if that's the setting for like the last episode, I would be all about that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into it a lot. I'm happy about that. So in place of our usual bang, kill, marry, a fan favorite uh, part of the podcast, we're just going to you know, send Bellamy off the right way. One of our favorite characters, unfortunately, like we've said, we turned against him a little bit at the end, but he's always going to have a special place in our heart. So Bellamy, in peace, may you leave the shore. In love, may you find the next. Safe passes on your travels until our final journey to the ground. May we meet again, Bellamy. May, may we, we meet, meet again. again. To end this episode, we are going to be announcing the winner of the Lindsay Morgan autographed photo. Thank you to all of our fans for participating in the event and shout out to the hundred underscore news underscore for partnering with us on this. Be sure to give her podcast a listen. It's called Fan Girl Talk, and she does live reactions to episodes of the hundred. But without further ado, our winner is at Soraya Dar- dot Barbarossa. So congrats to our winner. We're going to be announcing that again over Instagram, so don't worry. But if you didn't win this time, do not worry, because we're going to be giving out some more goodies in the near future. Of course, we're going to be continuing to cover the 100 all season long. Next up will be episode 14, A Sort of Homecoming. If you're looking for more of the 100 content in the meantime, make sure to go back and listen to our episodes interviewing Chad Rook, Jason Diaz, and Sachin Sahil, who play Hatch, Levitt, and Jackson, respectively. As always, if you like what you heard, give Bingetown TV a follow on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe to our show on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. Once again, we are Bingetown TV, and thanks for listening. Maybe we, we love you guys. Again. <laughs>